Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chris Anaskovich, who is the chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Mr. Chairman, Peter. welcome. Hi, buddy. How are you? Good. How are you? A long time no see. It's been a while. It's been a while, but it's okay. It's been a while. Because now we got more stuff to talk about. I it know. takes a while, so we're good. I know. What's new? Wow. What's new? There's a lot new. Well, yeah. Since it's been a while. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing is budget. Yep. Obviously, we just... Uh, Made it through our budget season, and we'll go to referendum vote on May 11th. Mm. So we, um, it was a long process. It was, I think, uh, it turned out well. Um, the, the short story is we have a, a zero mill rate increase. Okay. So once again, we can go out to the public and say that uh, we didn't increase their taxes this year. Um, some of it coming to COVID-related, but other just kind of working hard to get the budget to, to a point where we knew um, everybody on the council wanted to be. So. When we started the workshops, this one was a little bit more difficult because we started the workshops early this year. Uh -huh. So the new seated council wasn't um, available to some of those early meetings. Yeah. So, you know, there were discussions that the previous council had on where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do as far as numbers and increases. Because when you start out, we always talk about where we want to cap our increase out. Right. Because there's not much you can do. Uh, a lot of our budget's related to um, uh, employment yeah. and con union contracts so we know that there's going to be increases on that end so uh, we worked well with the uh, the Board of Education superintendent of schools so mm -hmm. we had an early conversation about where the council would feel comfortable being um, and then obviously an election comes and so there's new members so we bring them up to speed but yet we still you know had some I guess some changes some differences of opinion on where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do okay. But as a council, I think we worked well together to all come to a consensus on where we wanted to be. And I think at the end of the day, the winners were the, everybody in town. Absolutely. So it's, uh, it's exciting, and it's good to know that the council, even though there's a changeover in the council, that we were able to kind of all work together and, um, like I said, come to a consensus on where we wanted to be. Now, as far as the changeover to the council, we have new members. Who new are members. They? So Who the are new they? members are Carrie Allen, okay. Chris Basante, and... Um, Tom Hollinger. <laughs> so those are the three new ones. So okay. one Republican, two Democrats. Um, but again, you know, it's good to bring new membership, um, you know, new voices, new opinions, new thoughts. So the process is good. Okay. Um, I think it's, it's good that we have new members coming in and they bring a, a difference, you know, uh, of opinion on kind of where they want to be, what they want to do. And I think it's good. Okay. So uh, with four layovers and layovers and then the three new ones. There you go. So it's good. And... The Big Y property is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I was there the other day with my mom. Yeah, it is. It's, it's good. It's, uh, it's coming along. Uh, we have the new building in the front that's going in, Starbucks going in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those, it's going to continue kind of hopefully as, as we go. Uh, the developer would like to kind of bring in more kind of food facilities. Mm -hmm. He has been talking to people, but there's nothing in writing yet to, to, for anything else on any of the other pads. Uh, but Madison Furniture Barn is taking the pad that's being built now yep. uh, and then Starbucks on the other end. And then there's still some space left on the building that's going up now. So I think it's a 17,000 square foot building and Madison Furniture Bar will be taking about 14,000. Okay. So probably about 3,000 left there. Nice. And then once he gets the, you know, lease agreements uh, on the other spots, then the other pads will go up. Nice. But it looks great. It I'm does. Doing great. And so we're happy about it. It's in a great location. Um, you know, so we're kind of happy with that. People are 
not really happy with some of the traffic flows. Yeah. Um, but again, that's Department of Transportation. It had to be approved by them. And once Madison Furniture Barn at the other end opens up, there'll be two uh, entrances and exits. So okay. that'll kind of alleviate some of the travel problems. So that'll keep uh, keep going and it'll keep us going on that end of the town. And um, you know, a lot of other new things going in all over town. So we're kind of happy about that as well. Well, what's going, what's going in in town? So we have um, a lot of new apartment buildings going up. The, the east, uh, West Main Street's got two new buildings that are up. Um, so one on the corner uh, by where the old Friendlies was, yep. and then one further down. So those two are completed, um, and the rents are moving forward with that. So that's a good location there. The other end of town, down by near the police station, we have another development going in where the old corn crib was. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, that came down, but the building in the front stayed. Um, the developer agreed to keep that building up. And there'll be some uh, apartments going in at that section as well. Oh, cool. So, good stuff. I mean, there's a lot of development, a lot of building. Obviously, you know, development breeds development. Yep. You know, you hear a lot about people wanting apartments. Unfortunately, affordability becomes an issue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's affordable and what's not affordable. Uh, it, you know, there's a lot of difference of opinion on that. Right. But unfortunately, it's the market and what the, what the market's going to bear. Right. And so it's difficult because you can't tell you know, the developers what to rent these units for. Exactly. Um, affordable units, again, yes, we would like to see more in town, um, but that number still is a big number. I think affordable for our town would be somewhere 1,400 for uh, a single individual and about 1,800 for a family. Right. So, you know, is that still affordable? So we're in the middle of an affordable plan that we have to submit to the state, like every town does in, in, in Connecticut. So we're working on that as well to kind of progress on kind of what things we want to work on within town to make sure that that happens. Now, are you guys voting in person for the budget or are we going to do in absentee? Person. In person. Absentees would absentee. be, a, you know, but I mean, right. yes, we are in person for voting. Cool. Uh, May 11th, hopefully if that kind of goes through, then we don't have to worry, worry about anything else and we'll yeah, be right. ready to go. Exactly. And as far as what else is going in town, I understand that the town... The town, that's <laughs> the word I want, yeah. the town manager, yes. his contract is up this year too. It is. So he signed a three-year contract and we hired him in January 6th uh, of 19? Yeah, 19. <laughs> um, so he's going on his third year. He has, per his contract, 180 days prior to signing his original contract uh, to notify the town of his desire to leave or to stay. So at this point... Um, those conversations haven't happened. Those okay. conversations will happen in an executive session. Right. Um, obviously, it would be great not to have a revolving door in our town. Yeah. Uh, this is our first town manager under our new form of government, and mm -hmm. my opinion would be, you know, hopefully we can move forward to trying to keep an individual for kind of a, a period of time so it doesn't look like we are, you know, we have that revolving door. Right. Um, personally, I think he's done a wonderful job for the town. Um, he is you know, doing things that this town needed. I think he's, you know, slowly changing the, you know, uh, the method on how we do business in town. Right. You know, and even locally within our own town, budget-related items, yep. things that people didn't understand that, you know, unfortunately, this is all taxpayer money. Absolutely. It's not our money to use when we want. Nope. So anytime you want more than a penny, then we have to make sure that it's budgeted in the right place. Right. Um, and so 
again, previous administrations, different form of government, things were different. Mm -hmm. You wanted to get something done, things might have got done a little bit quicker. Right. But when you bring in a professional to run your town, it's completely different. He's going to make sure that he follows the procedures that he needs to follow. And the first couple times I've met him, he seems really nice. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, the difficult. I met him right before the pandemic. Yeah. It's, I mean, the difficult thing is, is people still don't understand, you know, about his position and what they want him to do. They want to see him out in the public more. They want to see him there, you know, but be the quote unquote face of the town. But that's right. not what a town manager does. I mean, if that's what a town manager form of government did, right. then we wouldn't need a town council. We wouldn't need a chairman of the town council. You right. would already have that individual doing everything on his own. Absolutely. But that's not what they're there for. So no. they're there to run the town in a professional manner, right. deal with the town hall employees, deal with department heads. Um, and, and I think it's working great. I right. mean, I like the way it's working. I, you know, I understand how it works better now than I did previously. And yep. people need to kind of just understand that it's going to take time for them to kind of understand that that's the way it's going to go. You know, that's the way it's going to be going forward. Right. So whether it's him, whether it's somebody else, it's going to be the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And for the, just so people know, if there is a face of at, at a town event, this, mm -hmm. that, or the other, and it's not him, that would mean, that would mean it's you. It's the chairman, not me, that, but the chairman. That, Whoever that the chairman would you. be at any given time is the, the ceremonial head of the town. Exactly. So that's why I get to come here and tell you all these great things. See, oh, thanks. You're lucky. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, that's what they, we should do. We should be right. as a town um, getting the word out, letting people know what's going on in town, um, having them understand kind of what this change in government is doing. Yep. Um, is everybody going to like the town manager that we may have at any given time? No. Are they going to like how it's run? No. But, um, you know, the good part is this is the best way, right. you know, for our town, for us going forward as a town. I think this is absolutely uh, the best decision the town's made. Absolutely. And it was, it was overwhelmingly voted for. Yeah. You know, and so that the struggle that I've seen is that, you know, people don't necessarily understand how it worked. But yet we had a majority that voted for it. So right. um, it's a slow learn. I mean, I think right. we're still learning. We're, you know, year three. I think he's done a great job with our budgets. Absolutely. Uh, that process has worked wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, zero the first year, a decrease in our mill rate the second year, zero this year. Um, you know, we can't sustain that, no. you know, obviously as a town. But, um, you know, the benefit is, is that he's there to, to work through those numbers and get us to where we need to be. Absolutely. What's going on down at the town beach? So the town beach, hopefully, knock on wood, we have a meeting on uh, Wednesday morning of this week. Okay. Uh, we have a vendor that's going to come in and um, would like to go into the concession stand at the town beach. Alrighty. So hopefully we'll have somebody there at the town beach because obviously, again, um, you know, that's supposed to be a benefit to the town and the people that go to the beach. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, like a, a money grab for the town and right. the town should be getting an exorbitant amount of rent for these, you know, for that property. Um, but having somebody there that would be there on a daily basis is, is important to the town. Absolutely. And we also have the down at the harbor. Yep. Town Doc. So the town Doc will be back again. Lives. Um, Live Shack, so Lives Oyster okay. from Saybrook. Uh, Saybrook. Yep. yep, they did it last year. They're going to be back again this year. Oh, nice. They've already notified the town that they want to do that. So it's good. So those places will be occupied and, you know, have people available to, you know, Absolutely. give them some options on what they want to do down by the town docks. Cool. Chris, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Love to. All right, we'll be right back. You matter. You matter. You matter. And your words matter, too. Your words matter. What you say in the hallways at school or in the student section at a game matters. Words can be hurtful. Words can be offensive. Words can leave scars. Words can also inspire. Support and uplift. You and your words. Are they both important? 
TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide, it provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And, and yours. yours. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Chris Anaskovic, who is chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Mr. Chairman, welcome back. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, my friend. So, Chris, we're we were talking about what's going on mm -hmm. in town. I also understand that they're going to bring back First Thursday yes. in, the t in the town of Clinton. Yep. What, what is it and how does it start? So it's set up by, it's, it's, a spon it's sponsored by the Arts Council. Okay. So it's not a town sponsored event, Got it. Um, but it's sponsored by them and, and they're bringing in um, musicians that um, at a lot of the locations downtown, yep. uh, they have musicians outside of the um, businesses down there oh, sure. to attract obviously people to the business. Yep. Um, they're also at Chips from pretty much uh, stem to fern I think is the the furthest one out, but okay. uh, all the way down to the fire department. Right. Um, sometimes up at Pearson, so locations would be, I guess, changeable throughout the year, but this will be going through the summer. Uh, the first Thursday of every month, they will hold this event. Oh, cool. um, so they have a stage up at the firehouse. Firehouse Fire Department last year was doing some food down there. Okay. Um, and they just have, you know, vendors and, and musicians all along Route 1, um, you know, promoting them, promoting the business, and promoting the town. Right. So I think it's good, uh, you know, it's good to, for the town, it's good to get the people into town. So hopefully it'll be a success. Um, last year was the first year, and uh, hopefully it'll continue this year. Absolutely. One other thing we got to talk about mm -hmm. that we didn't talk about in the first segment, charter. Yes. So um, by statute, when you have a charter every, uh, within five years, um, you would have to arrange for another charter revision committee. All right. Um, so we are year two plus into the new town manager form of government. Okay. Um, so we've decided to uh, set up a commission um, in order to look at some things that the council thought would be important to look at. Uh, different from years in the past, uh, the, the council decided that they're gonna kind of put forth the areas that they think need to be reviewed and mm -hmm. maybe need some adjustments. Sure. Uh, and this is based upon you know the change of form of government sure. and just in general. Absolutely. Uh, the one benefit to us this year uh, is that the town manager would be involved in those uh, meetings. There you go. Um, and I think the best part about that is then it doesn't, it, it keeps the meeting uh, focused. Yeah. So you know we, we'll present a charge to the commission, mm -hmm. town manager will be involved in those meetings so that he can then make sure that the meetings stay on track to where they want to be. Exactly. There are a lot of things that people would want to look at but it's how deep you want to dive into those changes because um, some of them would require referendum votes mm -hmm. you know and, and so all that is part of that commission. Um, so again they'll look at it, they'll make these tweaks uh, that we feel are going to be important and then down the road if there's other things that we'll look at we'll, we'll do it again. But it's important to continually absolutely. review the, the charter. Absolutely. Especially with the change. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how many people are you looking for to have on I, the committee? I believe we said five people will be on that committee. Okay. Um, you know, so we've actually already put that out. We've had some people respond to yep. looking to be, you know, part of that. Um, so it's good. People, you know, they hear about it. And, um, you know, when the word gets out, then we're comfortable putting together a commission that would be focused on the charge that the council gives to them. Absolutely. 
sounds like a very, very worthwhile commission. It's, it's worthwhile, and it's also it's, it's beneficial to the town, and then you know it, it keeps us moving forward, you know, because these are the things that the charter will dictate going forward. What's the status of the Starbucks property? Um, they say that they're we're supposed to open in the first quarter, but I guess there's some delays. Oh, is there? So um, you know they're moving forward, but yes, that'll be soon. Okay. Um, you know the update. I know there's some talk about the Pearson School, which is our other big project in well, town. Let's talk about that. So we're still in the process of trying to get the underlying deed restrictions uh, resolved. Okay. Uh, that property is on three different deeds. Uh, the property was deeded to the town by the Morgan Trust. Oh. Um, so the town has an agreement in hand as far as compensation that we would pay the Morgan Trust for them to release. Uh, the deeds and the restrictions that lie under there because the restrictions now are that the building would have to be used for educational or moral fortitude. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it, that basically gives us uh, the free reign to do kind of the further discussions about what we really want to do with the building. Right. You know, there's a lot of talk, there's a lot of discussions, you know, amongst the town members about what they want to do with the building. Um, you know, the things that we have to look at as a council, because ultimately the decision lies with the council. Mm -hmm. So ultimately it'd be their decision what to do with the building is, you know, number one, the cost. Right. So if we keep the building, what are the renovation costs? How much is it gonna cost to bring that building, you know, to code where right. we need a ceiling, we need air conditioning, we need, there's asbestos, I would assume. So there's, oh, yeah, there's a lot of things and it's costly. Um, it's, it's not a cheap venture. No. And so we had a structural integrity report done uh, that provided us details as far as a, a library. People had talked about a library, the library moving there. Right. Whether that was gonna happen or not gonna happen, at least we've addressed those issues. Right. Um, and major cost to actually bring the building up to code to, to be able to uh, carry the, the weight of those books. So it's gonna be a big decision. I think as council members, as chairman, I wanna make sure that people understand this is a decision that's gonna have an effect on us many years down the road. Right. You know, if we, there's the talk of the senior center, there's talk of the community center, um, and I, yes, I think those are things that maybe the town needs, but we also have to look at budgetarily, what are the costs of maintaining that on an ongoing basis? Exactly. So people don't want their taxes to go up, but they want these additional things. Those are, they carry the weight, and it, it's gonna be a cost, and those costs have to be backed into the budget, and ultimately that would lead to some increases. Absolutely. So we have to look at that, and you know, this isn't, hey, what are we gonna do next week? What are we gonna do next month? Right. For our town, it needs to be five, seven years down the road. Absolutely. Um, we're in the middle of a discussion as far as the fire department goes as well, mm -hmm. where we may need a new facility for that because they've outgrown their current facility. Okay. And now they're also located in a flood zone. So, they are. Yeah, so we have to start looking at that. Wow. So they did a facility report that they've provided to the council members, the previous council. Yep. Now that we have new council members, they're gonna be coming back and giving that, um, that facility report again at the end of May. Okay. Um, so at least it brings the current members up to date on kind of that building and what do we do? So right. if we re relocate that building, then that's something else that we have that we, we may be able to utilize for the Absolutely. town. So a lot of good stuff, a lot of things. Yeah. The problem is, we want it now, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I think everybody wants it now, but we have to understand that there's a process, you know, that, that we need to go through to make sure that we're making the best possible decision for our town. Okay. Because ultimately this, you know, falls back into the laps of everybody in town. Right. You know, the, the taxes are gonna have a very big impact on this. So hopefully people understand it. Um, I'm sure some people want it done tomorrow, but unfortunately it's, it's gonna take some time because we're still not resolved with the underlying deed restrictions because that has to go through the Attorney General's office.
Oh, really? So they're in the process of doing all that now. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. Town managers, I mean, he's been dealing with this for since he got here. Yeah. Because he knew it was it's kind of the last big asset as a town that we have. Um, so if we take that back, then that's, you know, a large, you know, asset that we have so that we have to make sure we make the right decision with it. Right. Speaking of things going on in town, the train station is beautiful. Beautiful and open. Open for business. I was, I haven't, I haven't been in it. I've been yeah. by it, but I haven't. Yeah. So last month, uh, dignitaries from the state all came in, yep. uh, did a ribbon cut in, and um, it's a beautiful, beautiful structure. Yeah. So I mean, it's a great location, beautiful structure. They've increased right, they're increased the um, the stops at uh, at the station. Yep. About 23 additional stops now that we have there. Oh wow! Um, and again, going forward as everything changes and you move along and the stops and the you know where it goes, where you know all that stuff is an ongoing kind of work in progress. Right. You know, so they'll try to make things you know, maybe go from instead of New Haven down to Bridgeport or, you know, other locations, you know, at the other end of the state or different states. So um, the more people use it, then, you know, they, those things would be a benefit. So um, great location, beautiful building. And now behind it, you can see the, um, the old Unilever building yeah. uh, where they had the administrative offices. That's in the process now of um, being completed. They're working on the apartments for that building. Okay, that so, was actually going to be my next question. What are they doing with the Unilever? That's it. So those apartments are in process now. Okay. Uh, so he's received his permits to continue that build. Oh, nice. Um, so you can see, uh, you know, some signs of, uh, of movement over there. Okay. So um, that'll be a big benefit to that area as well. So ridership, I think, you know, having a train station with some apartments would be a, a big benefit. Right. Um, and then the main building on Unilever, um, We've been told that he is going to be having a, a full site plan that he's going to be ready to um, provide to land use, then start the planning and zoning process on that. So not sure what it'll be quite yet, but at least we know that that's something that he is working on uh, putting together so he can bring to the town as well. So hopefully that would process will begin as well. Now with the new train station, mm -hmm. what, what can people expect to see when they, when, they go, when they go use the upgraded train station? Um, I mean... Just the, in general, the location of it, obviously, where there's the lighting is much better. It's it's brand new. You have the walk over to go to both sides, and now we're at the past. You didn't have that, right? Um, you know, so just those general. I mean, them just makes it easier for ridership, um, and then having more trains flow through is is a huge thing. So, I think that whole area, um, once it's all completed, is going to be a, a great great area for the town of Clinton. Um, once Unilever gets moving along, 2023, I guess, is the kind of date that uh, they're looking for completion of the apartments. Oh, cool. Um, so I think it's 32 apartments that'll be there. So um, a great location for that, you know, to go with the train station. And then once they start on the other building, everything over there will be, uh, you know, hopefully uh, moving forward. Yeah, right. Exactly. What else? What else, we, what else is going on in town we can talk about? Um, just having, you know, obviously the everything kind of opening up now that, uh, uh, that summer's here. Yeah. Obviously uh, everything down by the, Cedar Island and Aqua and, you know, the, the town location down there, Shanks, you know, uh, obviously Lobster Landing, yep. you know, that whole area just balloons and blows up. So it, it's great to, you know, to see that all starting to come, uh, come about now. It seems like we're having a late spring, so hopefully things will get better and, you know, people will start frequenting those and we can start bringing the people into town. Yes. Things like First Thursday is important. Right. Obviously, that's something that would bring people to town. Um, you know, have them walking around downtown and having the location, um, you know, there, knowing that there's the other things that they can go to with all the marinas. Absolutely. And again, the trolley will be up and yeah, running again. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, Let's talk about that. 
the trolley will be running, I guess, back to Hammond Asset again like it did last year. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't know what the start date is on that, but at least that's something else as well uh, that's important. So these are things that just, you know, obviously tourism is big for our town. We know that in the summer we balloon to 23,000 people. Right. Um, and we want to promote that. We want to promote, you know, our downtown. We want to promote our shoreline. Um, so anything that, that we can do to, you know, influence that. And the Arts Council does a great job on, you know, on the first Thursdays and making sure that, you know, the word gets out so that we can, we can do things and we can get people to kind of go down to our, you know, marina area where they can support our local businesses as well as the local businesses downtown. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, the other thing, you know, with a lot of this too is the ARPA funding. So we have, yeah. you know, our, we've gotten our first 1.9 million-ish uh, of that money. Uh, we went through the process, we allocated all that money, and I believe last call there was about eight or nine people that have already uh, submitted their applications for the funds. Um, so there's still a process that the business owners or the entities that are getting the money have to submit applications. Um, so hopefully that would continue and uh, we can kind of move forward with that as well because it's important to the town as well. Now is there a certain amount of time to, if you get the ARPA monies or a certain amount of time that you have to use the money and, so, what, and what happens if you don't use it all? Well, if you don't use it all, you're giving it back. <laughs> so uh, our total for town is 3.8 million and change. Uh, you have until 20, 2026 to use all the funds. Okay. If you don't use it by then, then you have to uh, return any of it. Um, and everything is pretty, you know, it, it's Department of Treasury is involved. We get audited, so the people that are using the money and are requesting the money have to use it for the purpose they were given it. Right. So there's no wavering of that. So right. they have to make sure when they complete the applications that they're telling us what they're going to use the money for, and that's what it's used for. Um, cool. That would be another reason why we have to, because the yeah. town's on the hook. If they use the money for something that what they weren't supposed to, You're then the we're paying it back. Get in trouble. Yeah. Well, we're paying it back. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that's important. So we don't know when the next uh, Toronto money is going to come, but hopefully soon, and then we can work on the next 1.9 million. Cool. Well, Chris Anderskevich from the Chairman of the Town Council, we're about to run out of time, but before we do, yes. Thanks for coming down. We'll see you again Thank soon. Thank you for having me. You Thank you, it. Peter. Thanks, Chris. On behalf of Chris Anderskevich, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.